0: Hello. Hello, Austin. This is Rebecca calling from Ashray Journal.
1: Hey, Rebecca. How you doing today?
0: I am good. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you.
0: Ah, uh, thank you, and thank you for joining me on Hot Air.
1: Well, thank you for the invite. I've been looking forward to this all week.
0: So in the May issue of ASHRAE Journal, we're publishing an article on a hospital air quality based ventilation project you'd recently completed. Will you tell me about it?
1: Absolutely. This was a California Energy Commission grant funded research project with the goal of identifying different ways to reduce natural gas in hospitals as we work to decarbonize our healthcare buildings throughout the country. Hospitals are the second most energy intensive facility type in the U.S. and especially high consumers of natural gas. And U.S. healthcare facilities represent 10% of total U.S. greenhouse gas emissions. So we knew there's a pretty big opportunity here, and and I want to dive into that a little bit further. So of all of that natural gas that hospitals use, over 70% of that gas goes to reheat, which is reheating conditioned air before it's delivered to each space. Reheat is over 40% of the total energy load in a U.S. hospital. So naturally, we wanted to focus on that massive piece of the energy pie.
0: So why did you decide to undertake this study?
1: Well, we had a hunch that hospitals are being overventilated. Because of that, we think hospitals are using 30 to 40% more natural gas than is necessary to meet indoor air quality standards for safety and occupant comfort. Hospitals, especially in the U.S., have very high minimum ventilation standards. The higher ventilation rates you have, The more reheat energy is used. Hospitals in the US rely on legacy ventilation methodologies known as air changes per hour. I'm sure you've heard of them to meet indoor air quality standards for safety and occupant comfort. But those air changes per hour in these standards aren't actually based on any indoor air quality measurements. That type of research has never been done before in the US, as far as we know. So we saw this as a pretty big opportunity to perform a demonstration project in a hospital to test these standards against real-time air quality measurements.
0: So what did you uh, predict you would find in this study?
1: Well, we knew that hospitals are being overventilated, and we expected to find evidence of that. We assumed we would find something similar to a theoretical relationship between indoor contaminants and ventilation rates, which is as ventilation rates are reduced, the concentration of indoor contaminants increases. This would indicate that there's a direct relationship between ventilation and indoor air quality.
0: And what did you actually find?
1: Well, what we actually found is that the air inside a hospital doesn't follow any discernible curve and contains the same level of contaminants at 12 air changes as it does at two air changes. A great analogy that my co-author uses to describe this is you can take 12 showers a day or you can take two showers a day. Either way, you'll be pretty clean. But after a certain point, You just aren't getting dirty fast enough for those extra showers to matter. And our data suggests that there's no curve or relationship between air quality and ventilation, all the way down to half an air change. So, the energy and carbon emission impact of this research can have massive impacts for hospitals across the country as they work to reduce their energy costs and shrink their carbon footprints. The project projects a reduction of natural gas of about 29% and a reduction of electricity of 25% overall. The goal of this research was also to influence current codes and standards to reduce these unnecessarily high ventilation rates. Uh, Our work has already influenced at least one code change for the California Ventilation Code to make variable air volume cheaper and easier to do. So I think for, for anyone that is interested in learning more, please check out the article.
0: I hope people will. Thank you so much for joining me, Austin.
1: This has been great. Thank you, Rebecca.
0: Thank you. I'm Rebecca Matisofsky, Ashray Journal's technical editor, and you've been listening to Hot Air.